Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Got a big couple of hours coming up. Right now, we're going to talk golf because Scotty Scheffler secured the largest purse on the PGA Tour and leapt up to number one on the world rankings after a masterful showing in the final round of the Players' Championship. To recap a glorious four rounds of golf as NBC Sports and the Golf Channel correspondent, Brentley Remind. Brentley, it's been a long time, mate. How are you doing? What a day of golf. I'm doing- I know, right? I uh, I just poured my afternoon coffee uh, in homage of you guys being uh, early in the morning over there. So uh, we'll sip our coffee together, and hopefully Scotty Scheffler uh, had coffee this morning since he, he said uh, he doesn't drink coffee during tournament weeks, which is just strange. Mate, he is on another planet. He is on another planet, winning by five shots. It was made comfortable in the end. But that was after a bit of a collapse, particularly when Matsuyama was making a wee run. Then you've got Minwoo Lee from Australia, who will be just ruining that disastrous triple bogey. Look, it was all made easy work. The downfall? Was it hard to play golf there? Not when, not when you see Tyrrell Haddon shooting seven under in the final round. So they just let one slip, really. Yeah, you know, I, I really felt going into the final round that it, it, it was Scotty's to lose, obviously, but I felt like Minwoo was really the only guy, if someone was going to take him down, I thought Minwoo was pretty much the only guy. And early on, it, I mean, it looked like Scotty, um, I mean, he he certainly left the door open, right? I mean, uh, Minwoo ties uh, him for the lead after the third hole, but then just a, a, a really poor, you know, couple of compounding mistakes from Minwoo on the fourth hole, going iron off the tee, finding the rough, laying up, and then putting his third shot in the water. I thought from there, and then especially after the 11th hole where he was kind of hitting around uh, in the left uh, trees for a little bit, I thought those two holes really knocked him out of it. And from there, it, it, it was just Scheffler. I mean, he's just so good. And uh, let's be honest, when when Tyrrell posted 12 under, I, I didn't think there was any shot that Scotty was going to go back to him at that point. I think Scotty may have been at 14 at that point. But the thing about Scheffler, really, and the thing that makes him so good is, number one, his short game. And number two, because of that short game, he's just never going to really give a lot of shots back. So I don't think he had his best stuff yesterday, but he clearly kept it together. A short game saved him on the front nine, and then he finally figured it out for a few holes there in the middle of the round, ran off some birdies, and then he ends up winning pretty easily. There's there's definitely a decent crowd there, um, Brindley, and, and do you think that played a little bit into Scotty's hands with, with his experience and just knowing how to shut it out um, from anyone else that was coming coming at him? 
Yeah, you know, especially when you consider that Minwoo, I mean, he he's experienced, right? I mean, even though he's just 24 years old, he's won twice on the DP World Tour, but he's not experienced in the sense of going toe-to-toe with a Masters champion at one of the biggest tournaments in the world and one of the most raucous arenas in the world when you consider that 16th, 17th hole area. And Minwoo said it himself afterwards. I mean, that was the most people that he's that he's seen on a golf tournament. And so when you consider that and the fact that Scotty just is one of those big game hunters, I mean, he when you look at the the tournaments that he's won, I mean, he's won a Masters, he's won a WGC, he's won a Players Now, he's won at Bay Hill, he's won Phoenix twice. He just doesn't, he's not phased by the moment. So I think that if you look at advantages, yeah, I mean, I, I think you guys are absolutely right. I think that when you just compare Scotty to Minwoo, the fact that he can handle all that extra noise, all that outside energy, because when you're playing amongst crowds like that and, and there's that noise, there's just a different kind of pressure, I think, inside the ropes, and you got to really be able to block it out. And Scotty's proven to, you know, be doing that better than just about anyone in the world or better than anyone in the world right now. Would you say it's a pretty safe bet that Scotty? Like, Scotty has to be in your thoughts when you're thinking of a potential winner at any golf tournament that Scotty's a part, let alone a major. Going forward, he's a safe bet to win, you know, one of the four majors this year, let alone maybe a couple. You know, he is in flying form. And talking to golfers, they say it's bloody hard to win a golf tournament. Well, Scotty's doing it with ease at the moment. Yeah, you know, it, it, I think it comes down to, again, you talking about short game. That mm. That's a skill that a, a lot of the stars have, but a lot of maybe the really good players don't in terms of being elite elite i mean we know that probably if you you know pick a pga tour player out of a bucket chances are he's probably going to be a really really good ball striker but he's going to either struggle on the greens or struggle around the greens and scotty just really i mean this is thrown out a lot i think but he just really has no weaknesses i mean when you look at his game and the fact that t to green right now on the pga tour and strokes gain t to green he's number one on the pga tour uh, around the greens, he's 21, which is elite. And putting, he's 101st, but I would argue that he's probably a better putter than that. It's just been a little bit of a down year so far for him. But he, he just he doesn't make mistakes. And when you do that, especially on the toughest golf courses, you're going to win more often than not. Hey, Brinley, so, so we, we know we're going to talk, you know, the, the same blokes are always there, the you know, Scottish Schifflers, the John Rahms, what about anyone else in the in the players tournament that uh, impressed you? Was there a name that we should be looking out for in the future? Yeah, there's there's a couple. I think Tom Hoagie is one of those guys um, yeah. that people don't talk about. But when you look at just the designated tournament so far, the PGA Tour, I, I I don't know the exact numbers, but I think he's like sixth in points at, this season if you just consider play at these designated events. So he's he's again a, a really really good ball striker. Um, you know, went out, set the course record on third on a Saturday in the third round, shot 62. He's probably the best player that people don't talk about. I mean, when you look at the leaderboard, Victor Hovland, Hideki, Terrell, like we know those guys are good, right? They're Ryder Cuppers, President's mm-hmm. Cuppers. Tom Hoagie is going to probably make the Ryder Cup team this year. I wouldn't be surprised uh, if he does that. And, and so he's just a guy, again, another great week for him. But then watch out for Justin Suh. T6, he's been trending. 
um, was part of that Victor Hovland, Matthew Wolf, Colin Morikawa graduating class, four-time All-American at Southern California, uh, but didn't get off to the same start as those other three, hurt his wrist in the first three or four months as a pro, took a while for him to get, even get on the Corn Ferry Tour, which is the PGA Tour's developmental circuit right below them, kind of the AAA of the PGA Tour, but he was the Corn Ferry Tour player of the year last year, super consistent. It seemed like every week he was in the top 20, top 15. And again, just slowly trending. I think he's right on the outside of the top 60 in the FedEx Cup points. And we all know that this year is a huge year in terms of getting in that top 50 and trying to get into all the designated events next year. Because I think once we get to next year, we're going to find that it might be a little bit harder to crack uh, that top 50 moving forward. But yeah, uh, Justin saw just a super impressive player. Um, really interesting the way he practices. He's very data-driven, um, you know, very course management. Like, that's one of his fortes. So just a fun player to watch. And uh, also a good friend of Kurt Kitayama, who won a couple weeks ago at uh, Bay Hill. Talk to me about Colin Morikawa. Where's his game at the moment? Because every time he, he plays in a tournament, he starts well. One round, maybe two rounds, he's always in contention. But that third round... He seems to, he seems to waver. Is there any concerns about Colin and, and where where's his game at at the moment? No, I mean I I think if you compare his level of play right now to maybe what it was uh, last year or two years ago uh, when he won the Open and then obviously wins wins the PGA in twenty twenty that kind of year stretch where you know he won a few times. Yeah, I, I think it's it, it might be easy to look at Colin and and say yeah, I mean he's. He's in a little bit of a slump right now. But when you just compare it to, you know, everyone else in the world and, you know, kind of the last three or four years, I mean, I I, I think he'd take kind of, ha- you know, that collective performance, you know, since he turned pro in 2019 to now. So I think it's just a matter of just the ups and downs of pro golf, like getting used to certain things. He certainly missed a couple cuts in his last couple starts, but He's also got four top top sixes since uh, the Hero World Challenge in December. So it's not like he's playing terrible. T13 at the players is pretty good. I just think the standard is has been set so high for him um, in terms of American golf and, um, you know, being kind of the anointed one before Scotty came on this last year or so. Um, so I, I think it's just a matter of maybe tempering expectations because he's still really good right now. I mean, I, I don't see any part of his game that's super concerning. Um, I, I think he's he's starting to build a really good foundation to be able to take some improvements with the with the putting, with the short game this next year or so. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if we see Colin win here in the next couple months. Hey, Brinley, we've got a text that's just come in. He wants to know, you know, what's happened to Cam Smith? Um, we know with all the live stuff that's been going on and, the, the 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 changes that are happening and and around that space, but Cam Smith does he still come out um, during this year and win a few few tournaments? Yeah, no, it's 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 tough to tell, right? Because um, you know he's not playing. Did anyone see him? John Rums. Can wait. Do what? Sorry. <laughs> did, did anyone did anyone have any sightings of him at the at this TPC Sawgrass? <laughs> At uh, players, so apparently he was just down the street, uh, kind of in the same neighborhood as TPC Sawgrass at a place called The Yards, which is like a 12-hole a kind of short course. So the reports were that he was uh, there playing with some buddies. He obviously lives uh, just across across the street on the water. Um, 
but I, I, I don't believe that he was on property. Uh, he certainly doesn't have his parking uh, spot anymore. But, you know, going back to the previous <laughs> question, whether, you know, whether he's going to win, you know, I, I think certainly when you look at the fact that he doesn't have to beat the John Roms and the Scotty Shufflers playing on the live tour, uh, I, I think that he will win a couple times over there. And then it's just about, you know, can he simulate kind of the pressure of playing in a Masters, playing in a major championship. So when he does show up at those events this year, uh, he can win. Um, but I, I think talent-wise, I mean, clearly his short game, like putting, is is still the you know one of the best in the world, top five. I think I, I think he's going to have a chance at the Masters. But I think it's just a matter of you know does playing at Orange County National in Orlando, a public course, the week before Augusta, is that really the best prep? <laughs> to, to to go out and win a Masters the next week. The jury's still out on that. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Oh, we hope he's seen, we see him back playing and, and all the majors. He's a fantastic watch. And someone that we love watching and we've been so proud of over the last couple of weeks is Ryan Fox, our very own Foxy. Tied 27th, a good outing last week. And, uh, mate, we're, we're very – what's your thoughts on Foxy? Only a certain time before he's yeah. in contention? I mean, he's, it seems like he's in the top 30 pretty much every week. I mean, he still doesn't have a top 10 since he was runner-up in, in South Africa or Africa toward the end of last year, um, you know, last season on the DP World Tour. But it's just a very consistent player. I mean, he really smashes the ball off the tee, right? I mean, I just enjoy watching him kind of grip and rip it. And, uh, I mean, gosh, I mean, I, I think he's one of the – probably the player – if you throw out Thomas Peters now, since he went to live, he's probably the guy who doesn't play over here on the PGA tour full time that we'd love to see more of. I mean, I think Minwoo is one of those guys too, but um, it'll be interesting. I mean, talking about kind of where the tours moving next year with its designated events um, where they're going to allow the, you know, top 30 PGA tour members who are inside the top 30 of the official world golf ranking to play in those tournaments. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if Foxy does take up, you know, membership and come play over here. I mean, I think we'd love to have him over here. Um, he clearly loves playing kind of more of that international schedule. So I think we'll just have to wait and see. But um, a guy who I thought got snubbed last year for the president, Scott Bright, I thought he maybe should have been on Trevor yeah. uh, Emmelman's team. But uh, he'll, he'll get plenty more chances. And, you know, I think it's only a matter of time maybe before we see him start contending at a PGA Tour event here the next year or two. Oh, we're right behind him. We can't wait to, to hopefully see him in contention and, well, be our next major men's winner uh, down under. Our last one was Michael Campbell. So I'm predicting Ryan Fox <laughs> to get out there and maybe lift the trophy later on in this year, if not in the Maybe next the Masters. You never know. We never know. We never know, mate. Look, on that, John Rahm, unfortunately, had to pull out due to illness. Do you see him and Scotty going back to back, back and forth throughout the year for that one number one world oh. spot? Yeah, and, and, you know, no offense to Rory McIlroy, but I, I think that if you're looking at the two best players right now in golf, uh, I think he's a clear number three now behind John Rahm and Scotty. And and Rahm, I mean, we still don't know what the illness is, but I think anyone who has two young kids under the age of two or three knows that, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, sicknesses are, uh, you know, kind of a dime a dozen. So it's it's not... It's not uh, with everything going around right now. I, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe one of his kids got him sick. But, uh, you know, as far as we know, just a little illness. He'll be back uh, at the WG, WGC match play here in a couple weeks. But, yeah, I mean, 
you look at the, how prolifically Rom has, has won tournaments in the last six months or so. I mean, he's done it more than, than Scotty has. Scotty probably recency bias, maybe you get the edge to him. But for those who look at datagolf.com and those rankings, Rom's still ahead of, of Scotty. I mean, just barely, but uh, I, I think he's still the best player in the world right now. I mean, Scotty's just right behind him, kind of a 1A, 1B scenario. But it's really going to be fun. Uh, you know, chances are we're not going to see him go head-to-head at the match play because match play is just such a fickle format. Um, but Augusta, it, it wouldn't shock me if those two are in the final group. And I think that's just what golf needs right now. I mean, we're going through so much kind of change and there's so much kind of division in the game. Uh, I, I think to have a real good old-fashioned battle between two really superstar players and Scotty and John the rest of the year, I, I think that's just what this game needs. I mean, it's kind of like a Tiger or Phil or a Tiger or DJ Singh, um, you know, a couple decades ago. So uh, I, I would really like to see that. I know the rest of the PGA Tour, like a lot of those guys, would probably like to have their chances as well. Um, but it would be really great to see kind of a 1v2, have those guys win six or seven times each this year and uh, really be battling pretty much every weekend we see them playing together. Beautiful, Brentley. We appreciate your time, and uh, thanks so much for talking golf. You're uh, you're a busy man, no doubt. What are we doing there? Cutting some scissors? What are we, what are we cutting there? Who, <laughs> <laughs> me? Cutting I, can scissors? The sizz- I can hear something in the background going on there, mate. No, we appreciate you. You're a busy man. Well, thank oh, you so much for talking to us. That's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> got to go let him out mate. now, right? <laughs> All good. We Cheers, appreciate guys. your time. Appreciate thanks so it. much. You take care.